Hi, I'm Black here at EDM Biz Day 2, and I'm here with Jay Cudell. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you doing? Very well, man. Thanks for, uh, for taking some time to talk today. Uh, so we're here on the second day. You had a presentation yesterday. You led a panel uh, called 20-something, and that's an extension of your 20-something online broadcast that you do, correct? Yeah, and also, obviously, the foreshadowing of a book that will come out in the next couple of years that um, I figured it was probably made sense to start you know, building that brand really early because I think that a lot of people are interested in what's going on with 20-something culture and how it's relating to the rest of other demographics. I mean, I think that this whole conference that we're at is, is a testament to that, absolutely. Like, this is built off the back of 20-somethings going to live music, going to shows, creating a whole culture and economy and music community and scene, right? Yeah, of course. I mean, the entire dance music scene is vibrant with 20-somethings and even younger. Like we talked about at the end of the panel yesterday, it's not about Generation Y anymore. It's about Generation Z and the millennials. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, talk about 20-something for anyone who doesn't, who doesn't know, kind of about you know how this program came into existence, how you got started with it, what the goals are, and how, you know, like what kind of talent and industry you guys feature? Well, said humbly, I always had this, this vision to eventually one day write an autobiography or have somebody write a biography on me. And, um, but I didn't understand why I had to wait till I was 60 or 65 years old to put my story out there. I felt like it could be so much more relatable if I did it while I was young. But I'm not the only young person with the story. So we, we created this weekly platform, my team at Third Brain and I, where we have three young people on the show each week that we think have an incredible story. And they usually work in entertainment, but they can work in tech or really anything. And they don't even have to be young. Technically, it's just really about advice for those that are young um, and stories of life lessons that have been learned through specific experience and providing really true, authentic information on what it takes to make it in this industry. Uh, who are some of the guests that you've had on in the past? Blinking right now, I have had um, ANRs from record labels such as you know Jeff Levin or uh, Nick Roth from Atlantic Records and Interscope, respectively. Respectively, I've had entrepreneurs like Justin Lublinner, who just turned I think 24 or 25 years old and does the PR for Hardwell and Nicky Romero. I've had artists such as the Chainsmokers and Blau. Um, we've had all sorts of people, and we'll continue to kind of you know create a diverse group of people. Um, we've had incredibly talented young women on the show, like Natalia, who was a leader in Signing Lord, um, Adalyn Polomsky, I'm sorry, Adalyn, uh, yeah, Adalyn, who is um, the head of electronic programs for uh, program initiative for Clear Channel. And she was on the panel with you yesterday. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of the panel? You know, I saw the panel, and I really, really liked it. It's something that, um, you know, I've been aware of 20-something for a while. We've had Nathan Lim on this podcast before. I just brought him onto my classroom back at Columbia College in Chicago. So, you know, third brain and 20-something is something I've been aware of. But I thought it was really great to be able to see so much younger talent, you know, all on one stage. Because not to be all like, now we're living in this age. But now we're living in this age where you don't have to get employed by, like, the Chicago Tribune or MTV or, like, you know, the source, or like one of these big outlets. You can go start a blog with your Tumblr or with WordPress. You can create a YouTube channel, blah, blah, blah. You know, you know all these things. So it's like, I think it's really worthwhile to be able to see young talent that's going out and, and making a name for themselves in these industries versus waiting for someone to, you know, give them permission. Of course. I mean, you have to, you have to take it. If you want to, if you want to make it, uh, my, one of my other friends is writing a book right now. 
um, about you know three doors and how there's a there's a front door, there's a VIP door, and in, in life there's also a back door. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people are always banging on those front two doors, but it's that back door that you know those cre- that creativity. And I think that our generation has to be creative about our solution finding to separate ourselves and and um, and create new re- new models and, and new acts and just new business. I always use the metaphor, just I really like what you're saying, I always use the metaphor, like I see this at Columbia College where everybody tries to go in one elevator and that elevator's full. And I'm like, dude, if you just go in the other elevator where no one else is, you're going to get where you're going a lot faster. You know, and I, I really like, you know, seeing people who are in a space where they're doing their own thing instead of, you know, everybody trying to be a DJ. It's like, like that, that elevator's full. You know, go find an elevator and do something different, right? Of course. I mean, differentiating yourself is so key in Corella's case. As we talked about the panel yesterday, just bringing the rock to the rave. It was so different than what everybody was doing at the time. And the group really had the vision to do something that was that different. I think that's been a huge reason for our success. Absolutely, man. I, I remember what I was going to ask you a second ago. You were talking about something that really captured my imagination. You were talking about, I believe you called it communication intelligence. Was CQ. that what it was? Yes, yeah, CQ. Talk about that, what it means, kind of like how you view that and how it is put into action. Well, as I put yesterday, I think that IQ and EQ are sort of, they're never things of the past, they're always going to be present, but our world doesn't work the way that it worked 100 years ago, and because of that, I think that there's this new intelligence that's really sweeping the globe, and that's communication intelligence, Um, and that applies in our ability to create a cohesive message and really brand it across every touch point, and it's not so much about intelligence and IQ and, you know, and human, human relationships, it's about something much more than that now. Well, I mean, that's something I see. I've been doing this podcast nine years. It was the first music podcast ever launched in Chicago. and Nine years? Nine years now, that's yeah. incredible. Yeah, we, we were literally the first music podcast before any radio station or anything. You know, again, get in the elevator where no one else is. So, you know, I've been talking to people for nine years just through this channel alone and through other stuff. And it's amazing, like, how much can happen when you change the conversation from, like, here's who I am, me, 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 to going and asking a bunch of interesting people, like, who are you? What do you have to say? You know, that answers, like, it opens so many more doors, and it's just such a more interesting and rewarding way to live, I feel like. Everybody wants to know, everybody's listening to one radio station, WIIFM, what's in it for me? Yeah. And I think that it is so important to listen and learn to listen because that's how we learn. And I try to in meetings, I'm always the one asking questions. So Yeah, absolutely. Now, you know, you touched on your work with Corella. How long have you been working with Corella now? Uh, for two and a half years. Yeah, and, and it's been a really eventful two and a half years. You know, being from Chicago, I've seen all these things happen for them. It's been amazing. Kind of, you know, we just had Nathan on not too long ago, but take us into kind of what your role entails with the group, how that happens, what some of the challenges are, you know, everything that happens with you and that group. Uh, since day one, my goal's always been to, to understand their vision and do everything in my power to help them bring it to life and, and let them do the things that they want to do creatively and, you know, making sure that I was providing the blueprint by which they could do that. That really was something they created, and I just really wanted to create a mutual understanding of that and create new solutions to get their music out to the world. You know, what's next for the 20-something kind of movement and conversation online and everything that's happening with that? Where are you going with it? You uh, mentioned the book. Yeah, I just want to make it better. You know, we did our first, the first time we did it, I was just on my Mac, you know, my my uh, MacBook Air, and now we got a little camera, a little microphone, and it, uh, my team still makes me do it weekly, but I want it to become better content. 
And I really want 20-something to become a movement of young leaders that are um, just thinking in a way that is going to push forward for the next generation and teach those that are even younger than us. Um, I'm only 25, but, you know, the knowledge that all of us have is, is uniquely individual and, and special, and I think that it's really important for these type of ways to exist for this information to get out because I think there's a lot of people currently working in entertainment or that want to work in entertainment that can't break through to that promotion or can't break through to get that first job. And I want to provide them with the resources to know how to be able to do that. Well, you know, let's kind of touch on that. You know, for anybody who's listening who's younger, and, you know, I teach college kids, like anybody who's like, oh, my God, dude, I want to be managing Corella or I want to be up on stage being a DJ or I want to be going doing this. Do it. What's, what's the best advice? Fake it till you make it. Yeah. Brian Tracy, fake it till you make it. Do whatever it takes. As Bob pointed out on his panel earlier, Bob Lefsetz, he said, you know, if you're not willing to go hungry, you're not ready to make it. And you're not willing to absolutely starve. Yeah. yeah. Corella had negative $24 in their bank account, and they were washing their hair with laundry, laundry detergent when I took over. So, And now that's not the case. It's not the case, but it's because they were willing to go hungry. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. You know, final question, kind of like, we're here at this event, built around EDM, built around youthful energy and, and activity and, and upward momentum. Kind of, where do you see this going? Because it's not, this, this conference to me, it's not just about DJs. It's about a larger movement yep. that's happening. Kind of where do you see this heading going forward? Well, the festivals are the stars. The artists aren't saying enough, and they still need to make continue to make better, more innovative records to break through the scene even more. But I only see it really going one place right now, and that's up. Yeah, man. Um, Jay Cudell with 20-something, with Third Brain Management, with Cruella. So much happening, man. Thank you so much for taking some time, dude. It was great to finally officially get you on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely.